0: listening to sermons as we go about our days driving around or doing our work is a perfect reminder of our lord's promises and of his mercies this is the mission of upper room media to make the word of god accessible to anybody and everybody
1: all right In the name of the father the son the holy spirit One god, amen welcome to the well at stsa everyone if you don't mind, I'm gonna bother you for a second. It's hard to see you this way because if, if you don't mind, just ask me as a favor. You guys can just move over a little bit this way, and if you guys don't mind, if, if you have a child, I understand children, but just kind of move closer because it's hard for me to focus. If you have children, no problem, you can stay there. But if you don't, then maybe please come closer for my sake. All right, so welcome guys. Good to see everybody. By the way, at the very end, speaking of giving out gifts, I have gifts to give some of you at the end, but it depends on if you're paying attention, so pay attention. At the end, we might give out something nice. First of all, I want to admit something to you today that you may or may not know about me, but... I have extremely bad memory. And sometimes I know you come up to me and I forget your name. Sometimes you come up and, I'm, and even, like, if you want to confess to someone who can't remember anything you've done, <laughs> sometimes you'll come to me and say, remember what I said last time? I'm like, uh. So I'm just letting you know, I don't know, I think I have early signs of Alzheimer's and dementia, just let you know. So in case I forget something in liturgy, please be patient with <laughs> me. But I really believe, I have the worst memory, so uh, just be patient. That's just something I wanted to admit today. And I think that it's not only me that has bad memory, it could be you. But not just you, but I want to show you people in the Bible who had the worst memory. So I want to make you feel good. I feel better about myself. But let me show you some people in the Bible that had bad memory. Remember, you remember this too. How many times God did a miracle in the Bible and the people around said thank you. And the next day they did something crazy. Like for example, remember when, when Moses went up the mountain to get the commandments. Do you remember what the people down at the bottom did? Who remembers? Yeah, they started, they put together all their gold and started worshipping a golden calf. Like, wait a minute, didn't God just open the Red Sea? Didn't God just do all those miracles? So it's crazy to think that God does all these miracles and they forgot. Let's look at this together from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 9. Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Here is the problem, guys. Listen the truth. God is doing so many things in your life, in my life, and after we enter a new problem, we forget everything that God has done. Like, you, you could tell me stories, and you have, of all the great things God has done, but as soon as a problem comes, we forget. We have like an amnesia. We have Alzheimer's. We forget what God has done and we start to complain and cry and we forget what He's done. That's what the people of Israel did. God opened the Red Sea and they complained. God gave them water from a rock. They complained. What is that? God is doing so much for us and we forget. That's why today I want us to remember what God has done. And you can see here it says lest you forget. Take heed. Lest you forget the things that God has done. And not only that, you can see in this next verse from Deuteronomy chapter 6, I love this verse. And these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign in your hand, and you shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house, and on your gates. You have to do all that. God told them all that. Why? Why did God tell them to do all those things? Write them down. Teach them you lie down. Remember? Because we forget. God told them all these things because they forgot. God wants His message, His presence, to always be on our hearts and our minds. But the problem is this. And you know this and I know this. We quickly cry and complain and get bitter and get angry as soon as things don't go our way. But I want to tell you something today that I want you to remember. And if you remember this, you're going to remember a lot. If we remember more, we will sin less. This is really important. If you remember God, what He's doing, what He's done, what He's doing, we'll sin less. You know why we'll sin less? Because we trust Him. The problem is, when we get tempted to do a sin, we forget God is there. We forget what He's done. We forget all of the miracles He's done in our life. So we end up doing something bad. But if we remember more we will sin less. So how do we keep our memory? Here's the question you're going to have to answer by the end of the day. How do you always keep your mind remembering what God is saying? How do you keep your mind fresh to remember what He's doing in your life? Remembering is so critical. There's something in liturgy, I don't know if you know what it's called. It's called... There's a part in the liturgy called ananemsis. Ananemsis. It's a Greek word that means remember. There's a part in the liturgy, I don't know if you remember when I say Agios. and Agios, Agios. agios, avios, you know that part in the liturgy? Do you know what happens next? Is the M cease. It means it's a time to remember. Here's what we remember. We remember Jesus came down, was born of the virgin, remember that liturgy? He died on the cross, he resurrected, and so forth. So even the liturgy has something called remember. Why? Because we forget All the time, what God is doing, and what He's done. So there's a time in the Bible, do you remember when Joshua, it was time for him to cross a river? What's the name of the river? That Joshua crossed over. What is it? The Jordan River. Do you remember what God asked them to do as they were crossing and after they crossed? Do you remember? Very good. He said, take 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan and take them and put them on the other side of the Jordan as a remembrance, a memorial. Why? Let's look at it here together. Let's look at the verse together. It says this, Then Joshua called the 12 men. Remember, it was 12 stones from the 12 tribes of Israel. And I'm gonna explain how these stones, you're gonna have some in your life as well. Then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from every tribe. And Joshua said to them, cross over the Ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan. And each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, when your children ask it in time to come, saying, what do these stones mean to you? So people in the future are going to ask, hey, what are these stones you put on the side of the Jordan? What are these 12 stones? What is it for? What do these stones mean to you? And you shall answer them, that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When they crossed over the Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. God wanted to do a miracle for them, but that's not all he wanted to do. He wanted to put these 12 stones right next to the Jordan River for every generation to go see it. So the next generation say, hey dad, what are these stones here? Oh good, I'm glad you asked. These stones, from God opened the Jordan River. He saved us and he opened a new way for us. But God wants us to remember, so he puts things in our way like these stones to remember what he has done. So I'm going to explain a little bit today why it's important to remember and how we're going to remember. And okay, what do these stones really mean for us? Okay, what do these stones mean? And how can we how can we apply this story to our lives? So number one, the stones, the memorial stones, helps us to remember it's all about. God. What do I mean? When the people started to cry, after, by the way, after Joshua, there's another book called the what? Who remembers? Joshua then, Judges. Come on guys, we've got to be working together here. Joshua then Judges. Joshua was a good time. Judges was a very dark time. So during that dark time, they would look at the stones to remember it's all about God. God is there. God is helping us. God is saving us. He's not leaving us. And what I want to say to you is this. Anything good happened to your life, I want you to remember this. It's all about God. If something is happening, and remember we said during liturgy, God changes your plans. It's okay. It's all about God. God is the source. God has a reason. God has a plan. It's all about God. And you know this verse very well from Psalms. Psalm 127, verse 1. Unless... The Lord builds the house. It's builder's labor over in vain. What I'm trying to say here is, it's all about God. Why do you want to remember what God has done? Because everything that good has happened to you, everything good has happened to me, is coming from God. Do you remember that verse in the Bible in James? All good gifts come from where? From above, from the Father of lights. All of it is about God. Now when you go through a tough time, you still, remember, you're still in the hands of God. It's all about God. Unless the Lord builds the house, it's labor. unless the Lord is part of it, then, then we have to remember that. And we always forget. And we have to remember this too. It's not by your strength. It's not by your might. It's by the Spirit of God, says the Lord hosts. So what I'm saying to you, this is kind of a continuation of liturgy. Like, hey, it doesn't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter what you think you can do to solve your problems. God wants to put a stone, a memorial stone, every day to remind you and to remind me. It's all about Him. Our life, it's all about Him. Unless He builds it, we're laboring in vain. It's all and it's not by our strength or by our might. I've heard a Father Anthony say this a million times. There's no way the Arlington Church building goes up without God. There's no way. And in case you forgot, a twenty million plus project goes up without God. There's no way in Arlington you can put something like that. Everybody who opens a church goes away from the city and goes into the, the village of Leesburg, a village like us out here, to build a church, because there's nobody to build up and build all that. And then he always says, I can't he says he can't believe how this building is here. Is it that? It's all about that. By the way, you know one big memorial stone for us to say. One big memorial stone is the building. When you look at the building, you say, Man, God, how did you do that? It's amazing. So, How
0: long you think about ways. What are your memorial stones? What are things that happen in your life that you see You say, yeah, it's
1: all about God. When you think about this during this talk. It's all about God. That's number one. The memorial stone. You should have a memorial stone. By the way, you have many memorial stones. They have 12 on the side of the Jordan. But you have many in your life. You say, when you look at that, <clears throat> some of you can look at one of your children being born. Say, that is a miracle from God. Every time you look at a child, you say, it's all about God. There's no way this can happen. Every time you look at, hopefully, you look at your spouse. You say, wow, how how is that possible? Like I'm married to such a, a beautiful, amazing woman or an amazing man like that. That's a little stone. I know you're to throw stones at your wife sometimes. throw stones. No, but that's a how good and how great God is to give you someone like that. <clears throat> so, number one, the memorial stone in your life is to remember how good God is. Number two, people around us should see how good God is and that He's mighty. What I mean by that is when when they put those stones on the side of the Jordan, it wasn't just for the people of Israel. It was for all nations to say, hey, what are these stones? Well, that's when our God opened up the Jordan River. You know, people heard about when the Red Sea was open. People heard when water came from a <clears>
0: rock. <throat>
1: people heard during the time of Jonah. Do you know that the people of Nineveh heard when, hey, there's a guy and a fish came
0: out and he's coming to town? They heard about that.
1: So, all these things God is doing in your life is not just for you, it's for. People to say, God is mighty. If you want to remind you of the same chapter of the memorial stones, that all peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord that is mighty, you may fear the Lord your God forever. That miracle of the Jordan River, those stones on the side of the river, it's not just for them, it's for all the nations. God, he is mighty, he's alive, he's working, he's saving. So, I want to say about your life. Your life is not just about you. Your life, God is doing so many great things, so
0: many great things, so many miracles. Those things are there as the memorial
1: stones for you to say, number one, it's all about God. God did this. Number two, it's for others outside there. Say, God is mighty, God is amazing, God is alive. People should see your life and my life and say, wow, how did that happen? How did that happen? And actually, it's not just that they see a stone, but they see a living stone. And I'm going to tell you that in a second. Let me ask you guys a question. How many of you, right now, have
0: children? Raise your hand. Okay, how many of you, trying to get
1: married one day, and have children? Raise your hand. Okay,
0: so there's still a few. So, I want to say this to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Alright. I'm glad you guys are not One day, I'm going to tell you right now, your life will
0: have a great impact on those children. Negatively
1: or positively. They should see because of you, God is alive. They should see that God is amazing and God is alive and God is working because of your life. You become, I'm going to, it, actually the Bible calls it, a living stone. You become a living stone. You become a moral stone for the next generation. You also as living stones, first Peter 2, 5. You also as living stones are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You are a living stone for you the next generation. If you're still young, to your brothers and sisters. But you are the example to the people outside, to the next generation. What I'm trying to say is, we forget so easily. We forget how great God is. And what we have good in our life is from Him. But not only that, people around us who see you and see me, just say, wow, God is working, God is alive. We become living stones, memorial stones for the generations to come to see. The worst thing we can do is just come into this little gym to pray and to leave. The best thing you can do is if we come into this gym, we get filled, we grow, and we become lights to the world. We become lights to our home. We become a living stone, a memorial stone, for people to see God is amazing. If people can't see our life and say He's amazing, then what are we doing? What are we doing? God should look at us and say, wow, there's something different about this person. There's something amazing about this person. There's something special here about this person. So number one, it's all about the memorial stone. It's all about God. He's the source. Number two, people should see He is mighty. And number three is kind of where I want to stay a little bit of time, is to keep our memory fresh. Why do you put things, like, why do you put an icon? Why do, you, why do we have icons? To remember what? Who knows? Why do we have an icon of Saint right Mary here? Why do we have an icon of Saint John the Baptist here? Why? What's the reason? To remember what God did in the Bible. have a hard time to remember so God is gonna help us to refresh our memory when you want to remember what you did ten years ago on vacation what do you do what do you do if you want to remember what you did ten years ago on your vacation what do you do yeah pictures you go through the picture album. Yeah, we we oh, yeah, yeah. so you remember right we have to have those things in our life. We need to have those things in our life called memorial stones to remember what God has done. We're going to talk about that more. To keep our memory fresh. How do we remember? How do remember what God has done? How do remember? The people of Israel had a problem remembering. Let's see what they did to help us figure this out. It says here, we're going to, we're going to read through it together again in Deuteronomy. It says, So it shall be, pay attention, so it shall be we're going to get to a point I know I'm building a story to get to you to tell you how we can do this <laughs> and how we can become the stones so it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore your fathers to Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build houses full of good things which you did not fill remember God did that Hewn wells which you did not dig vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant when you have eaten our full and beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Guys, I have bad memory. We have bad memory. People of Israel have bad memory. We forget easily when things are going well. When things are going well for you, things are going well for me. We're just happy that there's peace and there's <laughs> rest. But we should never forget the person who made that peace and that rest for us. And we're in the middle of a problem. We can't forget. God is still there. And we gotta figure out how to keep our memory fresh. We keep forgetting. Why do we tend to forget? Why? Here's a couple reasons why. Why do you forget what God has done? Number one, we're busy. We're in a hurry. One time I was, um, I think I was late to get to a plane, flight on a plane and I was running and rushing to the flight and then I just put my bag down for a second. <clears throat> I remember this very clear. I put my backpack down for a second and then they called the names really quickly. <clears throat> I told you I have bad memory. I forgot my backpack on there. And the flight was boarding. And I don't know, they started boarding so I just started running into the thing on the So I told you I have bad memory. I left the backpack there. Everything was in the backpack by the way, everything. <laughs> so I started running on the board and then I got to my seat and then all of a sudden I'm in the plane and I'm like, something missing here, <laughs> there's something, and I realized, because I was such a hurry, my backpack wasn't there, so I went to the flight attendant, and the flight attendant said, sorry, we can't do anything, and I said, please, go, go out there yourself, and I said, they said to the captain, and they said to so-and-so, and they said, no, and I said, no, please, I was begging them, and I was like, please, I need that bag, I can't go anywhere, and then I said, can I go get it, they said, no, if you leave the flight, you can't come back in, and I said, okay, so what can we do now, and Anyways, they ended up. Someone brought it from the crew, and they bought it. They found it. So thank God I, I got it. But why was why why do we forget? Why do we forget? Because we're busy. We're in a hurry. We forget. Let me ask you guys. This is
0: this is. Are you guys busy? It's work and school and life and kids and busy, right? We get run so fast. We don't have time to breathe. Time to think about. God to
1: that. God to that. God is here? We forget. Because we're busy. And that's the worst kind of life we have. And that's why today, at the end of this talk, I'm hoping to help you and help myself remember and find ways to remember the beautiful things God has done. A number two reason why we forget is because we feel helpless. We see the problem, we see the tough situation, and we can't see past that to God. We don't see God, we see the problem. Until we feel helpless and there's no hope, so what do we do? How do we keep the memory fresh? How do we remember what God has done? I'm going to tell you something you're not going to want to hear. How do you remember? Write
0: it down. I want you to help me. not I want to help you. Do something.
1: Write it down. Write it down. I'm, you can write it down digitally. You can write it down like mm-hmm. with a pen and ink or paper. You can do it either way. And I'm going to tell you why it's important. And I'm going to convince you in the next few minutes why it's really, really important to write down what God has done. Is number one, we said we're busy. We don't us, we forget. We have bad memory. We forget. We have bad memory. But when you write it down, I tell you one thing. Write it down. It's going to lift others up.
0: Um, it's, like, it's not going to lift only others up. It's going to lift you up.
1: We spend most of the day saying what is not there. I want us to reverse it. I want us to spend most of the day saying what is there. And what God is to do. And I want us to look for it. And I want us to write it down. Writing it down lifts us up. lifts others up. And love lifts up everyone around us. In the Bible, there's a book called Malachi. Chapter 3. Let me show you what Malachi says about writing it down in a book. Malachi chapter 3, 16 says this Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So, a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared the Lord and who meditate on his name. What was done for the people who were listening to the Lord? What was written? A book of everything I was doing. The Bible, hint, hint, is a book that shows, that it's writing what God has done. We, if people didn't write down what God has did, we wouldn't be here today. So we have to write down what God has done. Okay? Okay. So we have to write down what God has done. In Malachi 3.16, it, it was a book of remembrance written down. By the way, how did they know that the Ten Commandments are the Ten Commandments? How did they know? Because
0: it was It was what? Written in stone. God was yeah, God brought in stone. So we can remember. What if Moses
1: came down from the mountain without the the tablets? The other like, I think the number
0: three will obey somebody. And then obey, somebody, I remember. Right? You had to write
1: it down. God is smart. He wrote it down for and said, Here, just give this to the people. Right? Look, you are forgetful. forgetful. I am forgetful. We are forgetful. Write it down. Write down a story. Write it down to lift people up. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this story or not. Do you remember in John chapter eight when the woman was caught in adultery? Remember that story? And they grabbed her and brought her to Jesus and they said, "This woman is a sinner and she committed so many things." What was Jesus doing
0: on the ground? Remember the story? He was writing. And no one knows what he wrote, by the way. But there's a tradition that he was writing
1: something to the people of Some people say, in this in commentaries, he was writing their sins. He was writing down something to people to remember. We forget. My point is if it's not written, then you're not going to feel it's important. You write down things that are important. Let me ask you a question. If Jesus walks by you, the door right here. And Jesus, in the next 20 minutes, right now, starts preaching for 20 minutes. What are you going to do? You probably record, you probably take pictures, you probably write down stuff. Well, God is doing stuff every day. You don't need Him just to appear, He's already here. He's doing stuff every day, and we forget. We don't see it, we don't write it down, and we don't tell people about it. So what I'm going to tell you to do now, is write it down. You're not going to remember. So where do we write it down? In a journal. That's not a diary. It's a journal because uh, the boys feel better. It's a, it's a journal. Jour- <laughs> journaling is one important key to remembering what God has done. If you do this now, then I applaud you. Keep it going. If you do not do this now, I would say together, today, why don't we commit in this new year? I'm going to you every day but I'm asking you, once a week, twice a week, anything. To write down, to sit with yourself, to sit with God and say, God did this to me this week. There's, you know when you write down, that becomes a memorial stone. That becomes a place to remember what God has done. Now, you might write down some negative things are happening, but if you keep writing week by week, you're going to see those negative things turn into positive things. And that becomes a memorial for generations to see. Journaling is one key to remembering. Now, let me tell you a few things that journaling does help in. You can journal. Here's what you can journal. I'm going to give you some tips and things, and you tell me what you think. And by the way, if you already do this, great. If you you do this, I might give you a few new things. If you don't do this, just listen for a few more minutes. I'm almost done. Journaling, you can journal your prayer. Like if you want to say you can, write it. You can write a prayer that you wanna say to God. And you keep that, you say, later on when you look at it, maybe months down the road or years, you say, wow, look how my heart was close to God. My heart was repentant. You write a repentant prayer. You should also write down in your journal, prayer requests and prayer answers. Maybe today is a prayer request. Maybe after one month, you say, this is how God answered. Why? Why should we write it down? Because we forget. We forget. We forget all the good things. Why you should remember is because you remember more, you sin less. You remember more, you trust
0: more.
1: You doubt less, anxiety less, fear less, worry less. Remember more. The problem is when we go into a problem, amnesia, Alzheimer's, you forget. forget everything. And just write it down. Write down what you request, write down how God answers. Write down meaningful encounters you have with God. Some days you really have a special time with God, write it down. You have a beautiful time with God, you gotta write that down. God did something great in your life, write it down. Events of that that brought you joy, events that brought you to be, gratitude, to be grateful, write it down. You can write it, or you can type it, or you can text it, or you can do whatever you want, just write it down. So there's so many benefits to journaling, and not only benefits just writing down to remember, but let me it's tell you a secret.
0: When you, you write, write stuff down, I, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but when you write stuff down that's in your mind, by the time it gets to the paper, it's much more than you ever thought. Does that ever
1: happened to you? You write it down, you write it down it's like, this becomes like a poem or like it's, so writing down, there's a mystery in journaling because there's so much more God puts down. I think he's putting stuff down. And I think it's important for us to, to write and reflect on those things. And most importantly, by the way, most importantly, most importantly, most importantly, when you turn on, there's a healing component to your soul. You know, like, it's almost like a, a spiritual therapy to heal the soul. When you write, and you say, God, you take out stuff from you, take out stuff from you, God, just stop it. And then we're on God, I can't believe you did that, God, I can't believe you did that. It's a healing, it's like a healing to the soul. I know it sounds like, oh, when I will never do it. But I'm, I, I promise you guys, let's do it together. it Doesn't have to be every day. Maybe we'll just do it. Let's just do it once a week. You pick a day, and that's going to be our time that we'll do it, right? Because you know it really does heal the soul and protect your heart. Look what Proverbs says about it. Proverbs says this: My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. So whatever God says, don't let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. You see how God wants us to take His word close to our heart for they are light to those who find them and health to one's whole body above all else close your heart everything you, pl- you do flows from it so it's important that it's a healing to our heart whatever God says hold it close to your heart whatever God wants you to do or not do keep it close to your heart because it's healing to your heart that's the same as the next one too this proverb the next one: let your eyes look straight ahead Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from all evil. Fix your gaze on the things God is doing. Fix your attention. Both these proverb verses, pay attention. Fix your gaze. Remember me. And what happens? God protects and guards our hearts. I hope so far... You're convinced a little bit how important it is to remember and to remember we will do it one key way is journaling you know <clears throat> when you look back at your journal <clears throat> you'll be encouraged <clears throat> of god's faithfulness or keep this in mind you know this happens to you i know it happens to you it happens to me our mind starts to tell lies you're no good God is not there, it's bad for you. And then when you look back in your journal, you see the truth. No, God is there, and God did this, and God did this. So it's a reminder of the truth. It's a reminder of the truth. You can also use a journal from different ways, even like as a personal Bible study. If you're reading the Bible, chapter one, you can write down the messages. That God is doing. Chapter 1, of God is saying this for me. Chapter 2, God is saying this. It can be part of your Bible study. Your own personal reading of the Bible. Can you read the Bible, by the way? Here's the thing that we say: you, you read the Bible, you pray the Bible, you write down what God is saying to you, and therefore you
0: share it with others. That's the moral stuff. If you're you know, the worst thing you can do this is sit in the Someone I'm going to get it you. Read the Bible.
1: 15 minutes later, you're not gonna learn what you read. It. I promise you. Do you know why, Can you just read the Bible? No. God's word, you read it, you write it, you pray it, and you share it. That's important stuff. That's the way you read the Bible. Okay? If you don't do that, I promise you. You're, what are you doing? Do you know I read the Bible today. Even you know, who can tell me what
0: the Bible was today in the readings? If you were writing
1: You remember it. When you remember it, it turns into part of you. Okay? And it, it definitely does what it says here in Proverbs. It guards our heart. Let me ask you a question. In the Old Testament with Moses, there was a tenth plague. Who remembers the tenth plague? Who remembers it? It's actually an event in, in, in history. It's called the what? God asked them to do what on the doorposts. To put something. Blood. To put blood on the doorposts, right? Yeah. Why? So that when the angel of death comes, it will pass over, pass over. Pass over the Passover, over, their first you Those who have that blood on the doorpost, they angel death will pass over. Let me ask you a question. Did the people of Israel ever do that again after they left Egypt, did they ever celebrate a Passover? Yes or no? Why? They celebrate events to two, uh, what's the word? To remember how God saved them. They celebrate something to remember how God has saved them. And that's why we celebrate Holy Week. We remember the cross and the resurrection, how God saved us. We celebrate, we remember. The event that happened today in the Jordan River, the memorial stones, to remember. I'm going to tell you straight up. I don't have that much time left because I have a few few minutes left, but here's the final conclusion. You forget and I forget. This is not a requirement for Christianity, but it is a tool. Journal at least once a week what God has done. When you come into liturgy, the liturgy you end with the Eucharist. What does Eucharist mean? Remember, we always say this what does Eucharist mean? Eucharist means Thanksgiving. Why do you have the liturgy To remember all the good things God has done. To be thankful for. So everything in the church, the MNMCs, the Eucharist, everything is to remember what God has done. The memorial stones, everything to remember what God has done. So we're going to have our own memorial stones. We're going to choose, I hope we can do this together, and then I'm going to see who would like to join me in this. We're going to have our own stones. There is how many stones? Twelve. One each month. What we're going to do weekly a time in the in and Like, you're going to do the quiet time every day, but once a week. I'm going to say once a week. You're going to sit and you're going to journal what God has done. Now, if you have any questions on what that should be, what you should you be writing about? How many of you picked like, up the well handouts?
0: Do you have extra? This is actually a day that I recommend you get this. Because in the back is some prompts for you
1: if you have trouble knowing what to write in your journal.
0: It's Thank you. So it's on the app in the note section.
1: Help you to know because at the end of the day, here's the thing you want the next generation to see God, it's gonna be through you. You're the living stone, you're the memorial stone for the next generation. If they can't, if you guys, if oh, not you guys, if we in our homes look like everybody else and live like everybody else, our kids are gonna be raised the same as everybody else. Why are we here in church? It's because we want something different, we're supposed to be a light to the world. So, take a look at that. And let me know what you think. So, and after we stand up and pray, I have one last thing. And this is first up, first I went to get some
0: journals for those who really want journals. There's like 20 of them here. So, whoever wants them, they're right here. 20 journals. You can find journals anywhere. You can go do to a dollar store, you can find journals, but there's some right here. But I want us to really, really do this
1: together. Once a week. We remember
0: what God has done. Remember
1: number one, it's all about God. Number two, people out there should say God is is mighty. Number three, we gotta keep our memory fresh. How do we do that? Through our own life of learning. That's all I wanted to say to you guys today.